You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Step onto the sexy streets of animal attraction that is New York City. Welcome to Pets in the City, Life in the Urban Jungle. Join host Diane West as she explores the exciting lives, loves, and laments of the people and pets in the world's greatest city. Pets in the City, like the city itself, has something for everyone. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So get ready to get dressed to the canines and take a bite out of the Big Apple with your Pets in the City host, Diane West. Hello, all you cyber cats, canines, and critters under all creation. This is Diane West coming at you once again from the greatest city in the world. And do I have to tell you where that is? That's New York City. And we're here with you on Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. Now, as you know, you hardcore soap opera fans... What is New York City famous for among everything? But we used to film a lot of soap operas here. Now, that has sadly not been the case for a while, but I have a native on the phone with me, Peggy McKay from Days of Our Lives, who actually is a native New Yorker as well. Now she has left us and she is in Los Angeles with Days of Our Lives, but she's still an honorary New Yorker. And best of all, she loves animals. So we will be right back to talk with her more. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Be sure to tune in when Pet Life Radio goes live from Global Pet Expo the world's largest annual pet products trade show. March 25th through the 27th, you can catch all the new products coming out for our pets before they even hit store shelves. From the latest in all-natural and eco-friendly products to the most elegant in pet pampering and high-tech innovations from companies all over the globe. It's at Global Pet Expo. Nearly 800 companies will be displaying new and exciting products to make time with our pets even better. Tune in March 25th through the 27th for everything Global Pet Expo. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com. 
coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? I am here with Peggy McKay, who has just assured me that in her heart she is and always will be a New Yorker, even though she is now in Los Angeles filming NBC's number one daytime drama, Days of Our Lives. And you hardcore soap opera fans know, of course, she is the amber-eyed Caroline Brady. So, (laughs) shall I address you as Caroline or Peggy, Peggy? Well... I am Peggy, who plays Caroline. So Peggy would be preferable, I think. Peggy is preferable. Okay. So now, Peggy, tell us a little bit about, I I was reading a little bit about you. And in addition, so tell us a little bit about, you you said you actually grew up in New York? Yes. I'm a child of Manhattan. Uh, You actually grew up in Manhattan? Yeah. A true New Yorker, in my opinion. Wow. New Yorkers are very, you know, snooty about this. (laughs) 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 I think we are. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad I grew up in New York because Lord knows you see everything. The streets are alive and everything happens to me. It's still happening there. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's a vibrant, energetic city. It is my love. As long as I've been here, it's still my love. I mean, it's almost like uh, it's like your own living stage, actually, every day when you walk out the door. Oh, yeah. Well, when I go back there, I feel I'm back again. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I hit the concrete and I feel, oh, here I am. This is where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> However, it's very silly because I've been out here so long, you know. Now, tell me a little bit about one of the things I read, and this is a quote that I saw, I think, from you that said, I love play acting with all my friends. You'd set up situations paint a scenario and you know they kind of I guess had a very vivid imagination could you tell us one of I don't know I guess one of your favorite stories you used to make up oh as a child yes mm-hmm. uh, I, I just it's like Lord Lance Olivier I heard say once come to think of it it's a ridiculous profession for an adult <laughs> <laughs> I thought many times I've thought that to myself however I love what I do and it is, I guess, what I was meant to do because I've been fortunate enough to work in it almost all my life. I used to be so snobby. I used to think actors who don't work aren't actors. Now I know better. <laughs> but but uh, I'm fortunate to do what I love and mm-hmm. get paid for it, you know? Let me and tell you something. When, Especially in this day and age, you can't ask for a better blessing. <laughs> no, you cannot. I realize that. I truly realize that, and I love the people I work with. They're a great group, everybody, with the the actors, the writers, the producers, the crew, makeup, hair. We are a happy group, 
Mm-hmm. And that's wonderful to come to work and go, I'm glad I'm here. Now, that's kind of like an oxymoron because, you know, on, on the soap opera, what people see is all the angst and the drama I, and this and that. And you, you're telling me backstage you guys are actually all having a good we're time. We're having a ball. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a really good time. I, I so think I, you just yes. blew the fantasy of like zillions of uh, soap opera. <laughs> Also, I want you to know that many of our actors and crew and everybody love animals. We love animals and we're a lot of animal rescuers. Most of us have, all our pets have been rescues. I keep the bulletin board busy with news of animals. We have our stage manager. I don't know how many animals she has, but she can't say no. (laughs) And so, you know, we have a lot to share in that area. From what I understand, you, you lowered the boom at some point saying that you don't want any fur on that set, oh, right? I did say that, and we've eliminated it. Wow. I've politely picketed uh, Neiman Marcus wearing a beautiful fake fur saying, there's no need to kill an animal to be stylish. I think that's the best way to point out something to someone. I've been picketing for animals for many years, and, you know, I'm, I'm involved with, oh... PETA and uh, Last Chance for Animals and uh, so many groups because I know there's so many animals to be helped. I even have a an adopted pig. A pig? Wow, what Ironwood, kind of pig? It's the Ironwood Big Sanctuary. Oh, and, okay. It's <laughs> at your house. Oh, no, they get very okay. big. <laughs> I hear a dog, too. You hear a dog barking, how appropriate. Yep. <laughs> and you hear that I have to close the door because I can't hear you. <laughs> That's funny. Man. So I assume you have at least one dog. I have two dogs, and they are both rescues. They're Bichons. I've all, uh, the dogs I've all had have been rescues. And the best pals I've ever known, you know. Mm-hmm. They're just the best. And I have a little sanctuary where a dear friend cares for the animals and takes in wounded birds and dogs and cats and goats. and It's just a small sanctuary, but she does a beautiful job taking care of it. Mm -hmm. And I support a lot of hands-on people because that's very hard work, you know, to do that. Yeah, now what's her name in uh, the the show website? The sanctuary is uh, Ferdy Sundust, which are two dogs that she loved. Hospice, and she she does the unique work of taking dogs that are aging and that their owners can't care for them because they can't lift them or they're they're working and they can't do it, and she cares for them till they die, and they have a very happy life there. She has uh, little uh, carts for dogs with paralyzed legs, and she just keeps them truly happy until the end of their life. Wow, that's very unique. It's a unique. Charity. So it's kind of like a nursing home for the, the animals. For, for pets. For wow. Animals of all kinds. Birds, all kinds. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and I'm sorry, can you repeat the name again? The name is Sundust Ferdy Hospice. Sundust Ferdy Hospice. Okay, right. cool. Everyone, I want you to remember that. That sounds like a great place. We're going to be right back and we're going to talk some more with Peggy about her involvement with animals, uh, how she got involved with them, and of course, a little bit more about Days of Our Lives. We'll be right back. This is Alabama Parkbound, six local trains. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. 
pets in the city will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. This valuable information comes from your pet. There's nothing like a wagging tail or friendly paw to lift your mood. They're therapeutic and make us feel good. Studies show pets even reduce stress, prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and fight depression. So there you have it. Pets are a daily dose of good health and happiness. Pets add life. To learn more, visit petsaddlife.org. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? Okay, so Peggy, tell me yes. a little bit more about your involvement with PETA. Oh, PETA, oh, PETA I recognize as one of a, a fairly radical group. And I think it takes that to call attention to the plight of animals. I think you have to be outspoken and tell people things they don't want to know. The cruel treatment of animals. And I was doing a a movie of the week with uh, Meredith Baxter Burney, and we were situated on the uh, UCLA campus, and there was this chained structure that said biomedical research and there were dogs in cages or you know in chain link enclosures and loving dogs I went over there for my lunch hour now this is hard to take but it's the truth and the dogs went "Ah, ah, ah." they didn't bark 
And there was a man standing there smoking a cigarette. And I said, why don't these dogs bark? Have to remove their vocal cords so you don't hear them scream. Oh, my God. Well, that's it. I went crazy. And uh, I, I uh, said, I have to do something immediately. Yeah. And I joined a group out here called Last Chance for Animals, pretty radical group. Mm-hmm. And I joined PETA because I think they take a very courageous stand. And they have accomplished a lot of information about animals that no one knew or wanted to know. And I think they've made a big difference. All these groups do their share. That's terrible. So you actually, that was your first encounter with, like, this horrible way some animals are treated, that they actually take vocal cords? Wow. I thought they used anesthesia. Yeah. So, no. It's not, it's inhumane. That's terrible. It is terrible. Again, I don't think the public half knows the plight of animals in this country as well as throughout the world. This country, of all places, should be humane, and it is not. Factory farms are not humane. Animal research is not humane. I will say that there's a group called Physicians Committee for Reasonable Medicine that has made a has persuaded laboratory groups to stop using animals for research because truly human cells are more correct and there's no need to put these animals through all those. I'm glad you bring that up, Peggy, because actually I was speaking with uh, another well-known actress from the uh, show House, uh, Lisa Edelstein, yes. uh-huh. and all these things, and and she mentioned also the physicians for responsible committee, or right they, committee they, for they ethical medicine. Now I do have to challenge you a little bit on PETA, okay? I mean, one of the major, you know, let, let's just say criticisms I hear about them is exactly what you were saying that sometimes they're just like so over the top i mean like in times square they'll start throwing blood on people or, or they'll have naked no, lesbians uh, you know, kissing or something in the middle of the street i mean does that help or harm the movement no i i think that i don't know how much of that they do but what they really do is create awareness and they have bold campaigns uh, you know they have a big billboard with celebrities about fur but I uh, certainly I do not prescribe to ruin anybody's clothing or anything. That's an assault. I mean, that's not the way to do it. I mean, I understand the need to like say, "Wow, let me do something for real shock value," and then let me tell you something. But sometimes I hear from people saying, "You know what, Peter? They're just too nuts for me." So I'm, I'm not sure if that helps or harms the movement. Sometimes. Well, I think they've done a great job, and I think people don't know the half of it, and. They haven't even exposed the worst of it. Actually, you know, I went with Rue McClanahan, Casey Kasem, to Las Vegas about a man who had to uh, a man who had orangutans in his act, and he used to hit them with a rod, rod. Uh, It rolled up in newspaper before they went on to make, and they lived in a steel box with a hole in it, and it was so deplorable. And uh, we went down to go to the courtroom, and unfortunately, the judge found against PETA, but the Supreme Court of Nevada disagreed. They didn't lose their case, but they, that man is no longer abusing animals. And how dare you, when you're making your living 
off an animal, abuse it. You know. Good for you, girl. You went from that <laughs> to there, and you. you no, I you feel did. very strongly about it, and sure. I'm just picketing. I've never been arrested, but I've been <laughs> picketing for a long. Oh uh, well, until you've done time in the joint, Peggy. I don't know. We'll have to question <laughs> your commitment. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> But, you know, you've been in the entertainment business and acting for a very long time. Yes, I have. And you've so you've had occasion to, have you, like, had occasion to work hands-on with animals in your career and, oh, and such? Definitely, yes. Mm-hmm. I have did a movie called The Dog, in which the star was the dog, which is a little odd to get used to. Because <laughs> it's the dog that comes first. Well, what did W.C. Field say? What did he say? Dogs and kids or something? Or animals and yeah, children? Yeah, yeah. I said a movie like this shouldn't happen to a person. <laughs> <laughs> but the dog was great. And But the stand-in dog was, first day on location, as I quickly try to tell you this, we were all standing around waiting, but I didn't know why everybody seemed to be there. And then up came a white Cadillac, El Dorado, and... The chauffeur got out, opened the door, and out came the collie dog star. And then behind <laughs> it, and then behind it was a beat up old station wagon with the window rolled down, and the stand-in dog got out of that. Uh, really? <laughs> yes, really. It was it was Hollywood in a nutshell. Oh and my I thought, goodness! It was hysterical. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So then they put sausage on us about four o'clock because the dogs were bored. Mm-hmm. But if we smell like sausages, we still looked interesting to them. Wait, 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 wait. They put sausages on you? On so- our ankles and on our wrists and hands. So the, the <laughs> oh dogs. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a long day we're filming, and the dogs were getting pretty bored. Yeah, yeah. So that would wake them up and make them look like they cared about us. <laughs> Wow, you've just let what another interesting fact about Hollywood there. You put sausage on the ankles and, and That's you could, right. Wow. You're doing a, a film with animals and they are they are to be, you know, dealt with. See, if that was happy. me, you just have to rub chocolate on your ankles and I, I would be I do it. No, but sausage, you know, you get followed in your neighborhood by dogs all around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all right. I think I won't try that. <laughs> You'd be surprised what effect you get. <laughs> you know, you might have uh, more than dogs following you. If you, like <laughs> you got something there. That's true. Especially in New York. <laughs> wow. Oh, my goodness. That is awesome. I, wow, I'm learning so much from you, Peggy. Can I turn a little bit serious role for a second? Absolutely, that you, you wrote, yes. um, Okay, the, you did a performance as a homeless woman for the trials of Rosie O'Neill, and um, you yes. actually got an award for that, well, for your portrayal Emmy. of lifetime a Emmy. Yes. Lifetime, lifetime Emmy uh, for the depiction of mental illness. Y- you know, a lot of times, and I hope you understand when I say this, I, I think when you think about animals and mentally ill and people who just can't defend themselves or animals who just can't defend yes. themselves. It seems yes. like they really do need advocates a lot. Would you they agree? They do. Yeah. And they are not able to defend themselves. The animals don't have voices and these people don't have enough of their own to be an advocate for themselves. And I think we must protect them and speak up for them. It's the right thing to do. How did it feel doing that role? Oh, it was fascinating. I worked with someone I love, Sharon Kless, 
Oh, okay. And it was beautifully written by a woman named Beth Sullivan, who then went on to write Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. Oh, okay. And it just was a, a wonderful experience. And I'm about to appear this coming Sunday on, on a nighttime show called Cold Case. Love Cold Case. Yeah, real switch, because I'm playing Zelda, Queen of Knives in a circus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a, a, terrific. I'm just... It's such a change of pace. I'm thrilled. You know, when I was watching Cold Case, because I, I got to tell you, my Bill and I, that's our standing date for the night. We watch Cold Case every Sunday. We really do. And oh, we love well, next Cold Sunday, I'm on. We're going to watch you. And, you know, and I was watching the coming attractions and I said, Bill, you know, I'm going to be talking to Peggy McKay and she's going to be on next week. And I, I tried to see, you know, the small clip of, of what you're doing. So that's like the psychic person, right? It the, is. Okay, so I said, oh, there she is. Okay, wow. So, come on, give us a little bit of a hint of what it's going to be about. Well, it's about what is considered an accident, and as they explore it, it becomes a murder Mm -hmm. in the circus. And uh, it's very colorful. It has some wonderful actors in it, and it looks gorgeous. They built Mm -hmm. up a whole circus, and they went all out, and it's really going to be a beautiful-looking show. I've mm-hmm. seen some of the clips, and it's beautiful. And so do you get to get to work with animals again, right, if they had some circus? Well, uh, this circus, like Cirque du Soleil, oh, okay, did not okay. use animals, or at least uh, that wasn't in it. It was mm-hmm. mostly the wonderful acrobats, you know. And I'm happy because Cirque du Soleil is one of the greatest circuses in the world, and they never use animals. Exactly. And I've picketed Ringling Brothers and all the <laughs> stuff. I've, I've done my share because it's not a... I also am happy to say I'm contributed to the Elephant Sanctuary, which is in Tennessee. Has I saw almost, a picture of you with an elephant. Is that yes, where you... Well, that's okay. Kippy Hedren with elephants. I've been out to see them. She's remarkable. Mm-hmm. She cares for all these lions and tigers and elephants, and that's a big job. But oh, God, the, yeah. the sanctuary is considered one of the best in the world because... It is 3,000 acres. It's in Hohenwald, Tennessee. And the animals, the elephants, both Asian and Indian, are completely free. They graze off the foliage in the summer, and in the winter they have a barn and food for them. And they live as elephants. That's where that story of the two elephants that hadn't seen each other. They'd both been in a circus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and then when they then when they met, it was right. almost like they recognized, oh, my God. And yeah. they're inseparable. They yeah. are there together as two of the best friends in the world. It's that that the was most, so astonishing, wasn't it? It's a beautiful sight to see them walking freely, just grazing as they're supposed to do. And they're not on exhibition. They're living the life of an elephant. Yeah, no, and it sounded I, like uh, one of them had a really hard life in the circus for a long oh, time. Oh, they do. Yeah. They're cramped. You know, elephants are supposed to walk 30 miles a day. Really? And su- yes, and they're supposed to be use water all the time for their mm. skin. So in the circus, they can't do that. So they're not living a very happy life. No, I, I agree. It just seems like they're too large of animals to, to kind of keep. Well, especially on some kind of like permanent and con- like a nomadic type of life. I've never really right. seen this it is, do that. And this is considered the best. This I'm there happily and raised some money for it. And I just was so happy to see that, that they're just protected and living as elephants. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. So then the next time we're going to see you, Peggy, is Cold Case? That's right. Okay. It's and again, Sunday, February 21st, and it's on out here at 8 p.m. on CBS. So, Your watchers, anyway, I hope you see that one. Oh, no, I, I'm definitely there. I want everyone else to be there, too. So that's why, and that's on channel two, right? There you go. Yes, absolutely. I told you we were sitting on the couch right there, right after sixty minutes. We're like, there you go. <laughs> Good. So, Peggy, oh, it's such a pleasure to speak with you. Say so, anything particular you want to give a shout out to your brethren in New York that you still love? Oh, just keep that city rolling. That's all. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen, when you're back, listen, when you're back. Oh, that would be fun. fun. I will. I'll look you up. I want to thank you and congratulate you for doing a show on animals. Awesome. Thank you very much. Peggy, delight to talk to you. Hope to see thank you soon. You. All the best. And, well, I'm going to hold Peggy to it to come visit us out in New York City, her, her old stomping grounds, uh, when she comes out here. But in the meantime, I and Bill will be sitting our butts on the couch this Sunday night, Cold Case. It is an awesome show. It is on Channel 2 CBS. It is really great. I've been watching it for years. I love it. And now Peggy's going to be on it. So on this Sunday, which is February 21st. So we will have all that information up for you on our Pet Life Radio site, which is www.petliferadio.com. Watch it. Love it. Tell us about it. And let me just tell you a little bit of some other things that are going on in New York now. I'm actually in the midst of covering Westminster. Today that we record the show, I'm actually going to be going to the Best in Show. So I'll tell you a little bit about that in a future episode. Wanted to give a shout out to my very, very cool people out here, United Action for Animals. They are having a free spay and neuter clinic in the Bronx that is Sunday, February 21st at the Phipps Community Center, 286 East 156th Street in the Bronx. Listen, if you need to get your cat or dog clipped and snipped, you have absolutely no excuse, especially you guys in the Bronx. I know that you often say people don't come out there to serve you. Well, guess what? This is your chance. Definitely go. If you want to get some more information on that, come to my uh, New York Tales website, which is www.newyorktales.com. That's N-E-W-Y-O-R-K-T-A-I-L-S. And February in general, we have a lot of really cool things going on. It's called I Love New York Pets Month here with the Mayor's Alliance. And actually, a lot of the events are sponsored by TD Bank. For example, this Saturday, there's going to be Posh Pets Rescue. TD Bank Adoption Van, and that's going to be at 74th and Broadway, the bank there. And, you know, again, just look at that. Come to our website at newyorktales.com, and I'll have all that info for you. And let's see, one of the things that caught my eye that would be really fun just to go to was Sunday, February 21st at 10 a.m., Wacky Winter Waterfowl. And that is going to be at Orchard Beach, and that starts at 10 a.m. That sounds like a lot of fun. Believe it or not, we have a lot of wild animals running around here. We had a coyote in Central Park not too long ago. We had some running around on Columbia University campus. We have raccoons. We have skunks. I'm waiting for a giraffe to look through my window. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been pretty interesting. 
<laughs> so anyway, that's going to do it for our show this week. Thank you once again to Mark Winter and uh, the wonderful best internet radio show, Pet Life Radio, for hosting Pets in the City. Definitely check out our sponsors who keep us on the air and a lot of times have great, great offers for you. And that'll do it for me, Diane West, Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. Talk to you next time. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.